Hello, Saints. Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Often we hear people say that they can't understand the King James Bible. Isn't that interesting? I doubt that you know the author of the Bible if you can't understand the Bible. If you're not born of God, my friend, you cannot understand the Bible at all. And resorting to a fake news translation, a non-King James translation, is not going to help anything. You've got to be born of God in order to be able to hear his voice and be taught by him. My son was four and a half years old, having only heard King James Bible scriptures and was convicted to ask me if he could get saved. Well, we prayed together and he's been serving God for two decades now. And so if at four and a half years old and previous to that, a child can hear and understand and be convicted by the King James, the real Bible, how is it that some say they can't understand the King James Bible? Well, it seems to me that can only be because they do not know the author of the Bible. They are not yet born again. Notice in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13 and 14, Paul writes, which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing or putting together spiritual things with spiritual. And we put together, if you will, scripture with scripture, and the Holy Ghost teacheth, quote unquote, the Holy Ghost teaches, but you've got to be regenerated by the Holy Ghost. You've got to be born again before he is in your life, residing and teaching you. Verse 14, 1 Corinthians 2, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. And that cannot happen in any person who is not first born again. Okay, again, some would say, I've tried to read the Bible, but I can't understand it. So, again, they resort to a easier-to-understand version, which is not the answer. Leaving the pure Word of God for a corrupted, cheap imitation of it is never going to be the answer. The Scriptures tell us that the natural man, as we just read, cannot understand the things of the Spirit of God. In other words, without God, you cannot understand God. You cannot understand what he says of himself in his word. Most Americans would find it difficult to understand the Chinese language, right? However, a child who is born, keyword, into a Chinese family can understand every word of the Chinese language. That's why you must be born again by the Spirit of the living God. John 3, 3, Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see, he cannot discern or perceive the kingdom of God. The moment 
you become part of God's family, the Bible will become alive to you. It will begin to make sense because the Holy Spirit will live in you. And Jesus said he is the teacher that leads and guides God's people into all truth. I recently received correspondence from a dear sister in Christ named Jeanette, and uh, here's what she wrote. She said, quote, the fact is I have a seventh grade education and will not read anything except the King James Bible. It depends on how much you want to know about our Savior and how much you love him or or not, I think, as to what you will read. In other words, your love or lack of love for the Lord determines what you're going to read. Then she goes on to say, because all those other versions are just what they are, mere versions, changed and rearranged, unquote. That's Sister Jeanette, and she was actually absolutely correct. Think about how self-serving it is to say, Lord, I mean, this is what people are saying when they say, well, the, the King James is too hard to understand. They're basically saying, Lord, I know your enemy, Satan, has attacked you by changing your words, and yet I like his books better than yours because it's easier for me to read, unquote. Wow. Do we not see the rebellion in that, the lack and the refusal of repentance? Let's think about that for a moment. What, what would you think of a family where the wife was an author? She wrote books, and yet her husband wasn't reading her books or book, but was reading other authors or other women authors. How would that wife feel as she walked around that household and saw her husband kick back on the couch reading another woman's book? How would that make her feel? Can you say spiritual adultery, adulterous heart? I mean, ladies, how would that make you feel? Think about it. How does God feel when he looks down from heaven, and he does constantly without fail or interruption, at those who read fake Bibles, especially after they know and have been warned of these poisonous, corrupted non-Bibles that have the word Holy Bible on the front of them? Okay, how do you think God feels that just because a human committee committee made up of humans, created their own Bible, changed his words, and put Holy Bible on it. How do you think God feels when he sees us reading cheap counterfeits instead of his word? That sounds like a divided heart, an adulterous spirit. Jesus said that this was an evil and adulterous generation. And I wonder if we've stopped to meditate on and consider and ponder how it makes God feel when we migrate to other mere men authors who actually were led by his enemy, Satan, and we read cheap counterfeits of his word instead of reading his word. See, nothing says it like the word of God, which we know to be the authorized version, the King James Bible. The language of counterfeit fake Bibles is pretty lame, if you ask me. They sound like little fairy tales. That's how they read and not the word of the Almighty. I mean, you know the difference when you read the King James Bible. And let me exhort all of us that are born again in the name and name of Christ to stop quoting and stop putting out messages with fake Bible version verses. Just put out the King James Bible verses, the pure word of God, the actual word of God. I mean, after all, who would who in their right mind would trade in a Ferrari for a Mazda? You know what I mean? So, again, some people say they can't understand the King James Bible, but I would ask you if that's what you've said. What is your educational level? No offense, 
But I know people that are grown adults and have degrees and say this. What's the what's the issue? Well, as I said earlier, I don't believe they're born again. I mean, how can you not understand the real Bible if you're born again by way of his the author of the real Bible? That doesn't seem like it could even happen. My son, again, was genuinely saved at four and a half years old. And that's all he had ever heard was the King James Bible. If the Holy Ghost is the teacher, and he is, explain why he is unable somehow, the divine person of the Holy Ghost, to teach his own people via his preserved word. Oh, and explain also why you'd rather read a corruption that you claim is easier to understand and has been butchered by the enemies of the Lord. Why? The root of the matter is not God or his word, but rather an unrepentant heart who has not truly repented. You might have said a prayer. You might have been to church. You might have a some extensive so-called Christian background. But are you really born again? Because there's no such thing as a disciple of Christ who's not born again. Jesus made that clear. That's only one kind of Christian born again. God only gives understanding to those whom he knows. Notice what he says in Mark chapter 4, verse 14, about how he hides his truth from those that don't yet know him. And he reveals it to those who do know him. Watch this. Okay, it's Mark chapter 4, verse 11. Jesus says, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, that is to his people. But unto them that are without, those who are without or outside of his kingdom, they they do not know him. All things, all these things are done in parables. He taught so as to teach his people and yet prevent those who don't yet know him from knowing his truth. Brother Charles Prey writes this. He says, it's not so much for you to understand as it is for the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. I like that. It's not about us understanding so much as it's us being born again and depending on the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth of God to us as we study God's word. Again, he is our teacher. Charles Prey continues. He says, there are scholars who have read the Bible many times in their lifetime, but yet found new truths many years later. In other words, it continued that the revelation of God is inexhaustible and it continues to be unfolded by the Holy Spirit to us as we know the Lord, we walk with him and we study his word. Charles Prey continues, it says, it's not that those truths weren't there before, but that God finally chose to reveal them to us in his time. You read and the Holy Spirit will reveal when it's time, when he chooses. Again, that's Brother Charles Pray. Okay, so is the King James Bible hard to understand? That's a question. Are the new versions easier to understand? Another question. Does content actually matter to you? If you're truly born again, the content of the pure Word of God will matter to you, and that would be found in the King James Bible. Does it matter to you that you are reading God's pure, undefiled Word? Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6 says, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them, protection, unto them that put their trust in him. Notice, every word of God is pure. It's pure. It's purified seven times, Psalm 12, 6 and 7. And that culminated in the authorized version, the Bible for the English-speaking people of the world is the King James Bible. All the others are counterfeits. They're not pure. They've been sifted through, butchered, changed. Notice, every word of God, if it's the word of God, is pure. He is a shield 
unto them that put their trust in him. As we put our trust in God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not a cheap counterfeit, but the pure words of God flowing into our hearts and minds every day. Then he warns in verse 6, Proverbs 30, add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee and thou be found a liar. There are severe judgments pronounced upon anyone who would participate in any way in changing the word of God. God gave no man permission to do such. Psalm 89, 34 tells us that because God is unchanging, so is his word. I am the Lord, I change not. Malachi 3.16. Notice Psalm 89.34. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. God is not going to change. He's eternal perfection, divine perfection. Notice Psalm 119. The longest chapter in the Bible is all about one subject, the written word of God. Notice verse 89, Psalm 119. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Amen. Isaiah 40, verse 8, the flower fadeth, and yet the word of our Lord endures forever. Let me get that exactly. It's Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Jesus told us, recorded in Mark 13, verse 31, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Again, some people say I can't understand the King James Bible. These Some of these people have college degrees, strangely enough. Let me just give you a personal testimony about that, as I did earlier with my son, who at four years old understood God's word and was saved as a result of hearing the King James Bible. Personally, I was raised in the lowest education state in the country, and my grades were very average. I was born and raised in Louisiana, New Orleans, yet I can easily understand the King James Bible. So I don't know why supposedly educated people couldn't. Well, I do know why, and that's because many of them are religious, but they're not yet born again. No born-again believer complains about understanding the King James Bible. We need to stop with this lame excuse that we can't understand the Bible. That's nonsense. Have you considered that that sounds like a whining complaint? One that has absolutely no merit. A sister named Lori Ann makes a really important point, and that is this. She says, I read my nine-year-old a little of the King James Bible most nights before bed. She says, kids may not understand everything it says, but their spirits are fed nonetheless. Amen. And that's how it is with us. No man has full and complete understanding of the whole of Scripture. And yet we know that the scriptures are the spiritual food for the people of God. In fact, Peter, the apostle, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, Desire, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby the milk of the word. And then Hebrews chapter 5 speaks of the meat, the milk and the meat. In other words, the divine spiritual nourishment and nutrients and food for the child of God is the word of God. But it's the devil who feeds us these excuses that we can't understand the word of God. But the Bible teaches us that the words of God are spiritually discerned. That's a quote unquote. Notice 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, right after Paul says that we are to put together scripture with scripture in verse 13, he then says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. In other words, it's only the Holy Spirit who will teach 
teach the truly born-again, regenerated child of God, the Word of God. And yet today, as we're covering, there are many who make excuses for their lack of understanding. Regrettably today, most pastors do not preach sin and the need to repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be born again to be right with God. And so, and so if someone is not born again, they can't possibly understand the Word of God. And seminarians are taught to accommodate that by getting you to get some new Bible that's actually not the real Bible. Jesus says this, I thank thee, he said, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. So we must ask ourselves a question. Is it is it that our own self-serving comfort is more important than reading the true word of God? Are we more interested in hearing these this, these little fairy tale worded new Bibles? Is that what we want instead of the, the pure word of God to be taught of God? If that's the case, I believe it's time to repent, to lay down our lives and follow Jesus. Content is everything. If it wasn't, God would not have repeatedly warned us never to diminish aught, quote unquote, from anything of his word from his word at all. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 2. One brother writes, his name's Eric. He says he's in South Africa. He says that he speaks Afrikaan, the language. English is his second language in which he evangelizes mostly. It was hard, he says, to learn an older English style of the King James Bible, but I wouldn't change it for anything. The English of the King James Bible slams into one's heart harder as a precious treasure, unquote. Amen. This guy's first language is not English, and yet he recognizes the power of the true word of God. Now, Jesus warned, or the scriptures warned at the very end of the Bible, again, as I mentioned earlier, the severity of judgment that will come upon anyone who changes or participates in the changing of God's word. They will be found a liar, Proverbs 30, verse 6. They will receive of the plagues of the book of Revelation, which include the lake of fire. Also, if they participate in the adding to or taking away of the words of God, their name will be removed, taken out of the book of life. Now, it's time to repent, saints, and to turn our hearts to the Lord so that the veil that causes us not to be able to understand the words of God will be removed. Second Corinthians 3, verse 16 through 18. Those who truly repent and are known of the Lord can understand his word by way of the resident Holy Spirit in them. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit would teach you all things whatsoever he has said unto you. John 14, 26. Jesus says, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. John chapter 16, verse 13 and 14. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, he shall speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. First John chapter 2, verse 27. The scripture says, But the anointing, 
which ye have received of him abideth or remains in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, that's the Holy Spirit, and is truth and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, you shall abide in him. Amen. Rupert Herdsman notes this. He says, the King James Bible is the only English Bible not corrupted. He says, I had five other versions of the Bible, but all of them, with with the exception of the King James Bible, are corrupted and missing key scriptures. Okay, thank you for listening, friend. If you're not 100% sure that you are born again and going straight to heaven, if you die today, I want you to go to safeguardyoursoul.com, and I want you to read the page called Peace with God, top left-hand corner, Peace with God, click on it, or just put Peace with God into the search box. And I want you to read that message that will show you from Scripture that you have broken the law of God. You are fully guilty and in big trouble before a holy God who is the judge of your eternal soul, and you are in utter desperate need of repenting and believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a prayer there if you want to pray that from your heart, out of your mouth, with everything that's in you, and lay down your life in repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and begin your walk with Him today. God bless you. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, Scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all Scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, 10 Tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting, and feel free to visit our donate page on the site, and you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon, and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so, and a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.